From the Western Riverside Council of Governments, I'm Rachel Hom, and this is CogCast. Every day, we count on electricity to power our lives. But do you know where it comes from? Have you ever had a say about what kind you use or how much it costs? Now, thanks to Western Community Energy, you can. Western Community Energy gives the power back to your cities, working with your local representatives to determine more competitive rates and programs instead of just having to pay what you're told. At Western Community Energy, we know every penny counts. Contact your local representatives to find out how you can start saving today. WRCOG has been working with local governments to develop a new program which will provide residents and businesses with a choice in the energy supply it receives, enable local control over rate setting, and offer rates that are competitive to Southern California Edison. These programs, commonly called Community Choice Aggregation, or CCAs, are growing in popularity throughout California. Today, we will explore CCAs in more detail and are pleased to welcome Barbara Spoonar, Deputy Executive Director of Operations here at WRCOG. So Barbara, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So how long have you worked at WRCOG? I've been with WRCOG a little over 17 years. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Where did you work before here? I worked with the city of Redlands. Okay. So you've been working locally, relatively locally for a while then. Yes. That's awesome. Okay, so let's just jump right in. So the community choice aggregation, that's definitely a mouthful. So what exactly is a CCA or a community choice aggregation? Sure. Um, Community choice aggregation or a CCA enables local governments either alone or alongside other cities and counties to buy energy and offer it to their communities. The electricity is still distributed and delivered over the existing Southern California Edison or SCE electricity lines. So simply stated, right now, customers in Southern California Edison Territory have no choice in where they get their energy supply. There's a monopoly in place. And the energy rates that our residents are charged are put in place by a state agency at hearings that are held in San Francisco, which makes it even very difficult for the local citizens to have any say whatsoever. So community choice aggregation programs change that structure by providing customers with choices in their energy sources instead of being locked into just one option and rates that are set by SCE. Okay, that's that's really interesting. So is WRCOG the first to form a CCA? Are there any other existing CCAs in California? Great question. Uh, WRCOG is not the first uh, to form a CCA. There's actually 17 CCA programs that are up and running throughout California Mm -hmm. and several more jurisdictions and regions like ours that are aspiring uh, to form a CCA soon. In our local region, uh, the cities of Apple, or the town of Apple Valley, city of Lancaster, city of Rancho Mirage, San Jacinto, and the county of Los Angeles, along with 28 of its cities and the county of Ventura unincorporated area are actually operating uh, in our region. These CCAs have a track record of success, and they've also have a proven track record of providing cheaper rates than SCE. We found that they provide enhanced energy programs to their communities. Mm -hmm. They offer choices to their residents and businesses on the types of energies that they like to use. Mm -hmm. And typically, energy provided from a CCA can be greener than what's provided by the local utility. 
I see. Okay. So there's definitely a lot of benefits of, and there's many CCAs throughout California. There's not just WR COG CCA. Correct. So what else prompted you, WR COG, to move ahead with implementing this um, community choice aggregation? Sure. In 2017, uh, WR COG uh, undertook a feasibility study. So it prepared a report looking at a CCA for this region to see what kind of cost savings would be uh, come about for our residents and businesses. Uh, that study allowed us to move forward. Uh, we recently reevaluated the study and re-looked at the numbers to confirm that we would see a projected cost savings uh, from forming a CCA in the subregion. Okay, so what kind of savings did the studies show? Our updated numbers, uh, we show that we could save residents and businesses up to 2% on their Southern California Edison bill. Okay, so with all due respect, 2% doesn't sound like too much of a savings. So how do you respond to those who might say it's just not worth it? It's a great question, and I think many struggle Mm -hmm. uh, with the answer to that. When you look at it from a microscopic perspective, a 2% savings isn't much for the normal residents. You're saving a couple bucks a month. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we do see that people will drive across town to save a few dollars on their gas, They will use their coupons at the various stores so that they can save money. So I don't think the savings on the little level is is little. Mm -hmm. Also, on the business side of things, 2% could be a large savings for that business. Mm -hmm. So, And if we take a step back and we look at the bigger picture, when you take what we're looking at is over 120,000 accounts, residential and commercial in our region, that 2% savings then turns into millions of dollars that are being saved in the region. So again, while 2% may not sound like much for its efforts, it is worth much for the region. Yeah, definitely. So are there other benefits that come with a CCA? Yes. Just besides putting aside saving money for the consumer, CCAs do provide local control over the types of programs and rates that it wants to provide for its residents and businesses. It also provides a way to increase the local economy through bringing in uh, renewable energy projects uh, that we might not have had if we didn't have a CCA in our region. Yeah, definitely. Because of that monopoly, am I understanding that correctly? That is correct. Okay, got it. So who who's involved in the CCA that plans to operate in Western Riverside County? The agency that will be providing uh, service to Western Riverside County is called Western Community Energy, or WCE. It's currently comprised of seven cities that include uh, Paris, Wildemore, Norco, Eastvale, Hemet, Haruba Valley, and Canyon Lake. And these cities represent more than 120,000 residential and commercial accounts. Okay, awesome. So that's a lot of opportunity. And again, tying it back to that 2% savings definitely adds up over the course of how many accounts um, it does affect So do residents and businesses have to join Western Community Energy? Um, What if they just want to stay on SoCal Edison? No one has to be part of WCE. Customers now will now have a choice in where they get their energy from. If a customer wants to stay with Southern California Edison, they simply need to contact us to opt out. If a customer later decides they want to come back to WCE, they can do that as well. Again, we're now giving customers choices when it comes to who's buying their electricity. I see. And so just a clarifying question, only the customers who live in those seven cities that you mentioned previously 
have the opportunity to kind of opt in or opt out of the um, WCE. That's correct. Okay, I got it. Okay, so how are customers who are located in a city that is part of WCE or Western Community Energy, how are they supposed to figure out what is best for them, whether they should get their energy provided by SCE or WCE? Um, I've heard terms such as opt-in and opt-out used with these programs, so can you just run me through kind of how um, it works with WCE specifically? Certainly. Um, state law has made uh, CCAs an opt-out program. While it may seem strange that the law was defined this way, it was really meant to give CCAs the ability to be viable in California. You may ask what it means to be an opt-out program. What it means is when your city joined WCE, it was electing to have all of its residents and businesses participate in the program and allow you, the customer, the ability to choose and deciding if you wanted to stay with SCE purchasing your energy or if you wanted WCE to purchase it. Again, WCE has given choice to those community members that didn't have a choice before. Before the city joined WCE, the only choice was SCE and SCE alone. We're going to have multiple ways where customers will be able to opt out if they so desire. Customers will be able to go online to westerncommunityenergy.com or call us at 866-356-4175 to opt out. When a customer is electing to opt out, that means they want to continue, they want Edison to continue purchasing their energy for them. We'll also be sending out a number of notices uh, two months prior to us beginning service in April of 2020 and two months after we begin service. This gives customers four additional opportunities to decide if they want to stay with WCE or if they want to opt out and go back to Edison. In addition, each year we'll be sending out a comparison to all customers, whether WCE or SCE, that'll show what WCE's rates are compared to SCE's. This is just one more opportunity the customer will have if they decide they'd rather go back to Edison uh, for the purchasing of their energy or vice versa. Just historically, for existing CCAs in California, less than 5% of customers opt out. Mainly this is due to the fact that CCAs have been saving customers money on their electric bill, and those customers haven't had to do anything to get that savings. Yeah, totally. It's kind of what you were mentioning earlier with, even though it might be a few dollar savings every month, it's a few dollar savings that a customer doesn't have to work for. They're already opted into the program unless they choose otherwise. And like you said, there's a lot of opportunities for them to opt out of the program as well. Yes, there is. So let's go back to the issue of rate setting. You mentioned it a little bit ago. Um, and that You mentioned that WCE will set the rates for its customers. Can you explain basically the difference between so-called Edison's process and Western Community Energies? Certainly. So as it stands now, the current process for setting rates takes a, a little over almost three years to get through the entire process. Southern California Edison submits an application to the California Public Utilities Commission in San Francisco for approval. Uh, public are generally not notified or given instructions in how they can participate in the process, so it's cut difficult for them. Mm -hmm. Again, generally you find out Edison has a rate increase when you either see it in the, the news 
or you look at your utility bill. Mm -hmm. uh, from WCE's process, since our board will approve all rates during a public meeting that will be held in the region, uh, the city has an elected official that sits on our board. The public will be able to be engaged in the process uh, and come to a local meeting instead of trying to get to San Francisco to participate that way. And customers will also be notified on an annual basis of how WCE's rates compared to SCE rates so that they can see and make mm -hmm. choices if they want to go back to Edison or if they're with Edison and they want to come back to WCE. I see. Okay. So another clarifying question, um, and maybe it's silly, but I'm not sure. Um, what is the benefit of keeping um, control more local and having it like the localized decision-making process here like rather than in, in San Francisco? Local control, we know our community. Mm -hmm. uh, we know the programs that are going to benefit our residents and businesses more than what mm -hmm. the Public Utility Commission mm -hmm. realizes what our needs are. So having it at the local level, allowing our local elected officials to decide what types of programs they need, what are going to be best for our region, mm -hmm. and what kind of rates meet our, our needs, uh, just provide yeah, so it really meets the needs of the local community rather than being a little bit more removed and far off. Is that right? Yes. Got it. Okay. So what with kind of this SCE, WCE dynamic, what will WCE do and what will SCE continue to do? Sure. Uh, WCE is buying the customer's electricity. Um, Edison, Southern California Edison, will continue to do what Southern California Edison has always done. They will continue to maintain the lines that they own. They will read the meters and they will continue to bill the customer. Mm -hmm. Customers already pay for this service um, and they'll continue to pay for this service. Got it. So um, the energy that WCE per, the, the energy that WCE buys will be transferred via SoCal Edison's lines. Correct. Got it. Okay. So just kind of taking a step back from what we've been talking about so far, I think that there are many critics that just are really hesitant towards more layers of government. Um, some critics might say that government has no business getting into utility businesses um, and that a new agency such as Western Community Energy is just another layer of government and bureaucracy. Um, how, how do you respond to comments such as these? It does create another layer of bureaucracy. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, there's more than 60 government agencies that are involved in utilities in California uh, in water and or power, and they've been doing so effectively for decades. While WC will be another governmental agency, we believe the advantages, which include the cost savings, providing constituents with the choice in the energy they receive, having the rates set by locally elected officials at hearings held in the region, outweigh the arguments against it. Definitely. Again, kind of tying back to what you said earlier about it's it's about local control and giving consumers locally the choice of where they want to receive their energy from. Um, and then in that local control, it provides it provides the people who know the area to really weigh into those decisions most. I understand that there is a draft WCE implementation plan that has just been released for public review. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, what does it contain and why has it been prepared? Yes, uh, the WCE Board of Directors just released its draft implementation plan for public comment. 
The plan outlines how WC is going to operate and examines the governance structure of the agency, the savings potential to customers, and when the agency will begin service, plus much more. There's a legal requirement that the CCA develop such a plan and submit it to the California Public Utilities Commission, or PUC, for certification. The CPUC's job is to ensure that the plan accounts for accessibility, reliability, compliance with state laws, equitability among rate classes, and addresses costs incurred by SCE for energy they've already purchased uh, on a customer's behalf. We're asking that comments are due by November 30th of 2018. They can be sent to WCE at 3390 University Avenue, Suite 450, Riverside, California, 92501. Or they can email me directly at bspoonhour, that's B-S-P-O-O-N-H-O-U-R at wrcog.us. I see. Okay, so it sounds like you are really asking for the public's input and feedback on just WCE in general. That's correct. Yeah, they're very involved. They're, they can be very involved in the process. Yes. Got it. Um, so, so if all goes well, understanding there's still a lot to do, it sounds like, when could local residents in those seven um, cities that you mentioned previously expect to be able to be served by WCE if they choose to do so? We're expecting to be able to begin servicing customers in April of 2020, which is may seem far out there, but in reality, it's right around the corner. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I am. um, That was really informative. And I think just two of the major takeaways that I'm I have from this um, podcast is just the value of WR Cogs um, CCA, um, also known as Western Community Energy, and that it does again give consumers the choice in where they want um, their energy to come from, as well as again that local control for rate setting. It ties it ties back to the mission statement of WR Cog to really foster and respect local control um, here in Western Riverside County. Um, so thank you so much, Barbara. Thank you. We really appreciate your time. The Western Riverside Council of Governments, also known as WRCOG, exists to unify the Western Riverside County so that it can speak with a collective voice on important issues that affect its members. For more information on WRCOG and the COGCAST, please visit us at www.wrcog.us.